Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Again, it's an honor to come across your airways. We we just, we're thrilled. We're thrilled that you would listen to us, thrilled that you'd be part of this, thankful to be part of you guys, and so much going on, so much going on. We want to remind you, we got a camp coming up at Camp Joy, Wisconsin. It's there in September 5th, 14th, 15th, somewhere. It's a whole week, Monday night through Friday morning. Make sure you sign up. up in Bemidji, Minnesota, for you people who are local up there, but northern Bemidji, we're there in October. we got another one coming up at Southland next year. we got one coming up in New England. Stay tuned. Keep on top of things. We're going to be in a couple churches, so we're all going to be together at uh, uh, at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Hebron, Indiana, which is a rare sighting of the Carrigers and the Wescos and a concert and all kinds of coolness going on there. It's like the weekend of the 27th or something like that of July. Uh, make sure that you're part of that. You don't want to miss that. Uh, it's going to be the weekend of the 31st. So the 31st of July, we're going to be there in Hebron. So make sure you're part of that. Make sure you want to do that. And so our word of the day, Stephanie, with me as always is my friend, my co-host, and uh, our word of the day today is kindness. And so with that thought in mind, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about kindness. When we think about kindness, I mean, to me, kindness changes everything. Being kind, being that person that goes out of your way to be good to another human being can literally change the future for people. It can take you to a place that's just, people in my life who've been kind to me, I'll tell you, I wouldn't be saved today if the Lord hadn't used somebody who was kind to me and loved me and wanting to see me saved, that guy's in heaven today. But I, every time that uh, I get to lead someone to the Lord, I believe God lets them know, or if not, I'll tell them when I get up to heaven and, and uh, what a difference he made in my life. Because kindness made that happen. <coughs> kindness made a difference. And, and just being kind, I love that verse that says, and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiven one another. Even as God, a verse we just used a little while ago over there in Ephesians 4, and then over in Matthew 7, therefore all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. I think, Stephanie, you know what I think the Bible's saying? I think the Bible says, don't you like to be treated decent? Don't you like people who smile at you and treat you good? Don't you like people who love on you? Don't you like people who care about you and your family? Don't you like people come up and shake your hand? Be that human being. I think that's what it's talking about, Stephanie. Yes. Well, and, and when I think of kindness, um, I think I think of someone who does something totally to be a sacrifice for another person. They're not doing it with any ulterior motive. They're not doing it, you know, what can I get out of this person if I'm nice to them? And um, true kindness is sacrificing yourself on the behalf of someone else, not expecting anything in return. Yeah, That's true kindness. And hence, this is something that's supernatural. It's something that our flesh 
our flesh is it's impossible for our flesh to perform because in our flesh dwells no good thing. And, um, and yet I have met even unsaved people who truly radiate Jesus because of their kindness, because I think of people that helped us, um, after Charles was killed that I'll probably never meet again in this world, but they showered true love and kindness on us and God used them. It was like they were angels that God put in our path and God used them and Jesus shined, shone through them. You know, just because this is who Jesus is. He's not, Jesus didn't die on the cross to get something out of us. Yeah. We have nothing to offer him. Nothing. He showed us the ultimate kindness I think of the verse that says, greater love hath no man than this, but that a man lay down his life for his friend. And that is what kindness looks like, whether it's by something simple, dropping off a Starbucks at somebody's house to encourage them, making them a loaf of bread, sending a text. When God impresses them on your heart, you stop and pray for them. It's whatever God leads you to do for someone else to make a difference in their life. It's having compassion. It's, it's. It's the epitome of what makes the world a better place is, is just being kind. I mean, it, this is just a very basic thing and yet something that's being lost because the world has become so self-centered. Yeah, it is being lost and we have become a self-centered world. I mean, it's the TV we watch, it's the politicians, it's what have you done for me lately? It's this narcissistic uh, uh, craziness in which we live. But to be somebody who's honestly biblically kind to be somebody who cares. Your father's kind, Stephanie. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure your mother's very kind. I, I don't know her quite as well as I know your dad. And I'm sure you've come from a kind family. But, you know, so many people don't. You know, yeah. my mother was a very kind lady. My father was a jerk. And uh, and I'm not bad. My father's in heaven today. He got saved before he died. And, you know, I wish him the best. But he was, you know, narcissistic, all the crazy things you could ever think of. And uh, self-centered and all that got saved at the end of his life, died of a brain tumor, a world war two veteran, a lot of things I could be proud of there. Uh, but he was abusive, cheated on mom all the time. I'm sure I have other kids around this world that are my brothers and sisters, but I think, you know, Stephanie, the people in my life that I look back at the people in my life that have truly made a difference are the people who've went out of their way to be kind to me mm. when I didn't deserve it. You know, and so many times, you know, I don't deserve it, but that's what, I think that's what God is all about. You know, is there's people out there that are kind and, and they make this huge difference. And I think that, um, you know, through this, from this, through this, because of this, uh, I think you get to, uh, do God's work through kindness. I think... I think a smile, you know, just being kind to the, you know, a smile at the right time, Stephanie, can change the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. remember when we went, we went to that, uh, we were out at Southland, we went to that little restaurant where these yes. ladies, drugs, abused ladies, all these ladies had popped out of, you know, drug abuse and whatever brought them to drug abuse and all the terrible things in life. And God they let them run that little great. restaurant. Remember that? Yes. That and, coffee shop, right? That's yeah. What talking about. Yeah, you, that was an awesome place. You couldn't even walk in that door without a smile that made your day. Yeah. Oh, they had the best coffee signs ever. Yeah. And cops place. everywhere. More cops per yep. square foot than anywhere I've ever been. 
Yeah. And, but you, but you know, I think about that, right? I, I think about is our cracked shell, broken egg, whatever it's called. Uh, we've been cracked. We've been broken in our life, but choosing to be kind, choosing to come out the other end and make a difference for God. I think that's what kindness is all about. We don't have to beat it up, but I, I just think that's what this is all about. Um, yeah. you know, nevertheless, it says over in Acts 14, we're moving along. Uh, he left not himself without witness and that he did good. And he gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. And uh, there's a lot you can do to be kind. Food is one of them. Eat some of Stephanie's muffins there. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe by fall we'll bring back a preview of those pumpkin uh, cream cheese stuffed pumpkin muffins. Maybe we'll even share a recipe again. I don't know. But, yeah, it's worth it's it needs shared. It's yeah, but there's a lot of fighting. A lot of fighting that happens when it comes to the end. You know, when Hudson's yeah. already had six and Emmy's only had three <laughs> and someone else has only had one. It gets ugly. It gets ugly at the Westco house. When I grew up, uh, we used to write our names on like the, uh, the, the cupcake tins or whatever, the cupcake paper. But uh, yeah. just so people, it gets that ugly when there's good food around. There's some food nobody cares about. But folks, that all comes down to <laughs> kindness. Food is hooked to kindness. Here we are. We're in Proverbs 21. We're in verse 22. It says, a wise man scaleth the city of the mighty and casteth down the strength of the confidence thereof. So a wise man can bring down a trusted stronghold. A wise man, God can use them to do one things. that can use them to overcome these obstacles, can use them that seem impossible for other people. Spiritual warfare is real, but when you're wise, when you got God inside you, uh, I mean, things get torn down. These strongholds that are in people's lives, these strongholds that are in ministry, these strongholds that are in all these places, God can take wise people and they scale those things and they can make a difference. And, and it seems almost like, how did that person do that? You ever sit around and say, how in yeah. the world are they, is that person able to do these things? How, how can that person do that thing? It's because you're wise. It's because you, you operate with God. It's much more effective to do things on a wise side than to be clever, to try to cover up, to try to hide things. You know what I keep on learning, Stephanie, over and over again, these people who make themselves out to be the all-intelligent one, the all-self-centered mm-hmm. one, the all-wonderful, beautiful, handsome, to be worshipped one. Over and over again, we see how they've fallen. They, they fall over and over again, but the wise person. Yeah. Boy, help me to be wise, God. Help me to be that person. So we got a minute before we go to commercial. What are you thinking, Stephanie? Looking at this verse, we may have to cut you off and come back to you here in a minute. Well, I just would say um, that pride goeth before destruction and a mighty and a haughty spirit before yeah. a fall. And the wise person is going to have wisdom from God in dealing with a proud and haughty person. And God, he makes a promise. He's going to bless the wise person. He's going to give them strength and honor and guidance to to end up, you know, for God's glory, to end up scale, what this verse talks about, scaling their city, casting down their strength, because guess what? Their strength is built out of toothpicks. Their empire, their castle, their mighty fortress in the end is built out of toothpicks. And God's blessing is not on that. And yeah. God will give victory to the wise, humble person that foundation is going to collapse god will give you a victory if you if you stick with that sanctification process if you stick with being kind if you stick with those things hey we're going to run to a commercial we'll be right back hang in there with us for a second 
Hey, thanks for hanging with us. And we're back with you here. And, you know, I, I can't think how many times in my life, Stephanie, I've been, I was sitting here a minute ago when you were speaking and I was trying to come up with how many times in my life I've met people that have scaled unbelievable strongholds in their life. I mean, I've met people whose marriages have been completely broken up, living with other people, uh, going down the wrong road, God saving them, God bringing people back together. You know, I met a guy that had 11 kids after he and his wife got together again. And I've met people who's, and you can't do that when you're living in a wicked place. Yeah. You can't turn things around. You can't. And, 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 you know, and not all things are meant to come back together. People hurt us so many times and, and we finally say enough. Yeah. But then we need, we need to cast down those strongholds that are getting in a way of moving on with life. And so I, I, I like the way you dealt with that in that wise man, that wise person scaleth. And look at that next verse, Stephanie. It said, whosoever keepeth his mouth and his tongue, keepeth his soul from troubles. And, and it's talking about guarding what you're saying, guarding that mouth and tongue. You know, I mean, to me, if you keep your mouth and you keep your tongue, whoso keepeth his mouth, keep his tongue, you can stay out of trouble. And yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes not saying things, I jokingly say that, you know, one day you and I are just going to let everybody's names rip to whoever heard us, all the morons in the world. <laughs> but, you know, one thing, when we look at life, it's real easy to look at somebody and say, you're a jerk. You know, what's even better in a godly way. Hey brother. Hey sister, how's things going for you today? You yeah. know, what can I do for you? Can we hang out? Uh, those people make a difference. You know, I, I remember putting yeah. on Facebook and this was years ago when my, when my mom went to heaven and, uh, and you, you never forget when people you love go to heaven. I mean, you remember the day you remember what you're wearing. I mean, you remember all those mm-hmm. things and, but I'll never forget those people. You know what they wrote on that Facebook post praying for you, begging God on your behalf, things like that. Let us yeah. know if we can do anything. And then there's those other people. What happened? How in the world did that happen? Yep. Yeah. They just want all the details. Guard your mouth. Yeah. Guard that. Keep your mouth. Uh, He that keepeth his mouth and his tongue. And then we get a third verse. Hang on. Hang on. I'm playing the harp for Stephanie here. This doesn't happen all the time. Hang on. Oh, I did the cricket. I hate that. Wait a minute. So I had the harp and the cricket playing for you. But here we are. We're on verse number 24. I shouldn't be entrusted to these buttons over here. And who in the world put a cricket on my machine? Anyway, it says in verse number 24, proud and haughty. Just what Stephanie was talking about, that haughty. uh, In his name, who dealeth in the proud wrath. So it says, proud and haughty scorner in his name, who dealeth in a proud wrath. So, and... You know, so being a proud and haughty person uh, is, is like acting in pride. It's acting outside of God. It's uh, you're dealing in this proud, ungodly, uh, that dead type of par- congregation, Stephanie. You're dealing outside of godliness is what I get here. If you're going to be all proud and haughty and all self-centered and arrogant. And I mean, this, this verse speaks of that word we hate to say, narcissist. But it speaks yeah. to narcissism here. It really does. And that's what, that's what it's talking about, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. You know, when you, um, when you, you, this doesn't just say who, who deals in anger, this says who deal, who deals in proud wrath. Yeah. And 
I've experienced proud, and I know you have too, but I've experienced proud wrath up close and personal. And it is every bit as much damaging as physical abuse. And I'm not trying to, you know, I know when you end up with, you know, there's people that end up with permanently permanent scars physically from physical abuse. And I'm not downplaying that at all, but proud wrath equals verbal, mental, emotional, and spiritual abuse. (laughs) Yep. Um, And I, that's putting it lightly and it sometimes involves physical abuse too. Um, And there's a reason God puts verse 23 with verse 24. And when someone takes part, deals in proud wrath or condones it, beware because that person has become a proud and haughty scorner. And that is their name. That is their reputation. That is who they are. Yeah. Beware of, of that person because they will suck your life out of you. And they will destroy you from the inside out. They are. They, they suck everything scary. out of you. You know, and they love bomb you. You know, oh, yeah. you're great. You're wonderful. You're beautiful. You're the best at this. Uh, your kids are great. This, that. I mean, they'll love bomb you till they make you sick to your stomach. You know, they'll drop the big ones. You look like you've lost weight. Oh, you haven't aged a bit. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, they just keep on running them in there. And then the, all that pride and stuff builds up inside of them. Then they get mad when you don't tell them that they're the greatest thing since Jesus. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and folks, you know, the Bible says when pride cometh, then cometh shame. But with the lowly is wisdom. I just want to be lowly. I just want to be that person who's serving God. I want that humility. Everyone that is proud and hot is an abomination. Think about that. And I had to look up the verse real quick because I thought I missed a word and I did. Everyone that is proud in heart is an an abomination to the Lord. Though hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. So these people who are running around unchecked, these people who are running around demanding worship, these people who are running around dropping stories and lying and cheating and fooling. And some of you guys have been hurt really badly by them. I have, Stephanie has, many, many have, most have. Let me tell you, God's got it. You know, what you got to do is do what's right in the sight of God. And, and there's Roman 13 in the Bible for a reason. Romans is there for a reason to say, hey, if you've been hurt, if something's happened to you that is against the law, you report it, you do what the right thing is. And folks, I know I tell you that over and over again, and I know you guys are doing it. We hear from you all the time. But there's a reason for that because these people will hurt you. They think they're do certain things in life. They think that life result revolves around them. And, and folks, you got to get away from these people. You can't, and and Stephanie, I've never seen a reprobate change. I've, you know, I was talking to some, Brother Kevin and I were having this conversation the other day where he was talking, have you ever seen a reprobate change? And I personally, I think I've seen one. And all the time I've been going to church and stuff. But these people, if if they're not going to listen, if they're going to continue to hurt you, you need to separate from that. You need Now, Stephanie made some pretty tough decisions in her life that, hey, I'm separate. This doesn't feel right. This type of hurt, this type of abuse, this type of thing. Stephanie said to me, what should I do? I said, separate. She felt like she should. When God tells you to do something like that, you do it. 
Hey, Alexander the coppersmith was hurting Paul. Paul was an apostle. Paul didn't have a wife and a family to worry about, but he had a ministry and a God to worry about. And he said, you know what? I'm not going to let this get in my way. I'm turning this over. This yeah. I'm not dealing with this anymore. And I, and I think, Stephanie, we can't advise or, or coach these people any more than to say, if you're around these self-centered, arrogant, narcissistic, crazy freaks who are trying to hurt you and make you worship them, and they think they're the best thing that's come since our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you've got to move out smartly. Yeah. It's time to change duty stations. It's time to get yeah. out of that church. And there's a freedom that comes. When I left that self-centered fool up there in Virginia and got in a good church, my <laughs> life is different. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they pick certain, these narcissists, these self-centered, these abusers, they pick someone to abuse. And it can be you. Yeah. It can be Stephanie. It can be yeah. me. It can be the, the guy down the road. And, and they think that they're owed something. I got an email a little while back that said, so-and-so wants to know this organization that this self-centered guy that I got away from wants to know what kind of relationship you have with the VA. Yeah, I'm going to answer that email. You know what? Sit at your computer and write for that dick, you knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you separate from them. You get away from them. You know, wait for you've got mail. It's not for me. I promise you that. And uh, but listen, you gotta go. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <coughs> it makes me cough. When pride cometh, then cometh shame. But the yeah. lowly is wisdom. Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. You know what an abomination is? Yeah, think make about that. God sick. Yeah. Let me tell you, there's a lot of things that I probably made God sick with, but I don't want to do it anymore. And folks, you don't need that either. Listen, we sure do love you. Anything you want to say, Stephanie, for the next 30 seconds to our peeps before we give my usual line? Well, I would say I, I, I think of James where God says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. And God blesses the person who is humble. He blesses the person whose eyes are fixed on him not on themselves for their confidence and for their strength. So get your eyes on Jesus Christ. There it is. Keep your eyes on Jesus. This is a song that goes something like that. Listen, uh, we do love you folks. We'd love to take the opportunity to tell you a little bit about our ministry, how you can help us, how we can help you. We're honored, honored, beyond honored to have this podcast every day. Contact me at Doug at WoundedSpirits.com, Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. Be thinking good thoughts about those muffins, and we'll see what we can do about getting a recipe <laughs> out there for you folks. I think Stephanie will get that out there for you. Uh, please listen to every word Brother Eric has to say, and it's so important to know for sure that you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, because all this stuff doesn't amount to a hill of beans without Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. God bless you. Hey! with a smile that only God can give you today. We sure do love you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, 
you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.